All right, welcome, welcome in to the first to last pod, first to last podcast. I'm Daddy, and I'm Cookie, and we have another great show lined up for you. But first, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. This week's sponsor is Gustoza Deli of Tom's River, New Jersey. Have you ever been hungry? If you answered yes, then there is no better place on planet Earth to satiate yourself than Gustoza Deli. Come on by to enjoy a full array of Italian specialties and bakery delights, including our world-famous homemade cannoli cream. And don't forget, we cater, too. Stop on by seven days a week at One Plaza Drive in Tom's River, New Jersey, or give us a call to place a delivery or catering order at 732-286-2665. There you have it, our first official sponsor here on the pod, and it's a big yes. shout-out there. Uh, uh, well, thank, thank you for the, for, the, for the love and support, because there's a deli of Tom's River. Yes, yes. All right, well, we're going to get right into it here. We're going to talk about our matchups that we had last week. A lot of uh, a lot of close games we had last week. Um, some were were heartbreaking, and others were redeeming. So, um, well, yeah. I guess I guess I'll start off with mine. Uh, I played Albert week one. I won one hundred thirty thirty eight point six to one hundred and twenty seven uh, against Albert. Uh, surprisingly, I had probably three of the top highest scorers with Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, and Josh Jacobs. Ridley was the only one who didn't put over 30 points out of those three, but he put up 29.4. Devontae Adams had 34.6, and Josh Jacobs had 33.9. I had Minnesota's defense, which also got me negative six points, <laughs> which I won despite that, which I could have had more points. Even if they just got me zero, it would have been fine. But Albert had Kyler Murray with 28.6, Dalvin Cook with 21.3, and Washington's defense, 22 against Philly. Uh, yeah, yeah it was What a game. It was very, very close there. Uh, going up into Monday night, I was down actually five points that I had Noah Fant left to play, and Noah Fant got me 16.6 to solidify that win for me. Uh, but it was close. I was sweating, and, I mean, Carson Wentz almost threw that game away for me because he had 20 points, and then he went up to go up, throw two interceptions, fumbled the ball twice after that first half, and almost really screwed me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's scary. But uh, you pulled it out. Our reigning champ, starting the season off one and zero, very strong. Yes. Our uh, our reigning Sacco uh, is me. Started off zero and one. So it's I'm setting myself up here for just an incredible run. Um, so I didn't I didn't beat I didn't triumph over the largest in our league because he's very strong. Uh, some say the strongest. Of course, of course. I'm one of them, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but I am encouraged. Uh, it was a great, great debut for for the rookie Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He uh, he he got the touchdown. Had really good runs. Had a couple nice uh, cutbacks. Um, didn't get targeted really much. So that was, you know, that's exciting. He he only got three receptions. So that's his main skill set. So there's a lot of room to grow there. Um, so I like that. Uh, if if we had a soundboard here, I'd say cue the cue the heartbreak music because Blake Jarwin, uh, he, uh, he broke his stuff. He's like right in the beginning of the game. He got one point seven points before he got placed on season-ending IR. So that sucks. That sucks a lot. Yeah, that was um, a brutal injury. Watching him go and make that route, and as soon as he dropped down, and I saw him hold his knee, I was like, that's. Textbook ACL and yeah. did not look good. We uh we will not have the Blake out this year. 
um, because he bloke out his knee. That was terrible. Yes. That wasn't a good joke, mm. was it? No. <laughs> we can move on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Alex it's, put uh, up a lot. He did. Uh, Aaron Rodgers went absolutely points. off. Uh, so you know that's rough. Can't really do much when uh, when you got Rodgers. What, what did he throw? Three touchdowns. Oh. Uh, yeah, three touchdowns. Was it three? Okay. Yeah. Two to. Uh, to oh, it was Adams. four. It was four touchdowns. He threw two to Adams. Uh, one to Baldwin and Scantling. Um, um, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was uh, that was the projection. Yeah, he freaking four touchdowns. Yeah, that's tough to overcome. Um, oh, Alan Lazard and, also caught a touchdown too. That was his other one. Yeah, he just got really solid performances out of his main people. Uh, I had a pretty disappointing game for Mixon, and uh, you know it hurts. Yeah, Mix, um, Mixon, McLaurin, and more. Darwin, yeah. obviously, those were rough. I am excited yeah. that I have uh, Dobbins though sitting on the bench, so that could be that could turn into something really good. Yeah, two uh, touchdowns last week. Two touchdowns, yeah. and I mean, if I had Mark Ingram, I'd be a little bit worried. I don't know yeah. because I was they were up by so much. I don't know if they just give Dobbins the ball there just because they were up by so much, but yeah, definitely would be a little bit worried. All right, the next matchup we're going to get into here is actually Battle of the Lovers, which is Connor, <laughs> Bad Connor, and Bree. Uh, Bad Connor won with 140.1 and beat Bree, who had 124.15. Connor's big, big player was Russell Wilson, who just absolutely balled out. Um, Mm -hmm. 31 to 35. Yeah, he cooked. uh, 322 passing yards, four touchdowns. I mean, just looked phenomenal. He also had Chris Carson, who I believe caught a touchdown and ran one in, I believe. Or no, no actually caught two receiving. touchdowns. Yeah. It was a very atypical game for Chris Carson. Yeah. There was uh, very little on the ground. He did most of his work through the air. And he also had Raheem Mostert, who caught that, what was it, 80-yard pass that he took to the house where he just absolutely burned everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bree had Tom Brady, who was her high score, 22.85 points. Uh, Kamara also went off. For her with 21.2. Odell Beckham really flopped for her last week. I thought I didn't I thought that the Browns were gonna be a little bit better, but they looked terrible against the Ravens last week. And the Ravens Ravens just absolutely route them. Yeah. They had definitely a good bounce back game last night, which we'll get into later. Yep. And she also has Jonathan Taylor, who will now see a lot of work with Marlon Mack tearing his Achilles. So Mm A lot of a lot of positives there, and Jared Cook, who probably will also see st- now with Michael Thomas with that high ankle sprain, Kamara and Cook might get an uptick in some work. So we'll see how that pans out going forward. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good one. A lot of high scores. Yep. Good matchup. I believe she um, had the fourth highest points and played Connor. That's rough, and Albert had the set, had the third highest and wound up playing me, so that's just a tough luck. Tough luck. Uh, what would, there was the one game I really wanted to look at. I think it was the, the one with Rodney, where he just had so many players ball out on his bench. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is he? Is he no fans? Oh, uh, yeah, that was the game. No, he saw Connor's ginger. ginger. Yeah. Oh, he still won. Yeah, that's my because uh, that's because Connor Dowd did not set his lineup and did not take out oh Kenny Galladay, but also God. did not did not help that Le'Veon Bell also got hurt in that game. So, oh man, come on, worst Connor, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Check your lineup. 
Granted, you couldn't do anything about Bell, but big goose eggs. I don't think it would have helped you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got to take care of that. Yep. Um, but Jesus Christ, thirty points out of Lamar Jackson. Elliot had a great ball. game. And had uh, a feeling uh, ball out too. Yeah. Oh yeah, twenty-eight points. Jesus. Freaking Slayton with twenty-five. Watkins having his uh seemingly annual now week one explosion game with eighteen and uh and well you weren't gonna play Daniel Jones but it's still going. impressive twenty points for going up against Pittsburgh defense which actually isn't too bad but yeah I mean I hope Rondy doesn't fall to the Sammy Watkins trick because he's going to break your heart. He did that oh to me God. last year when he had that three touchdown game, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna play this." I just found a fifth wide receiver in the dust, and then it turns out he never did anything ever again the rest of the in season. The dust. <laughs> Thank goodness, uh, Connor posed zero threat to this game because he played two tight ends. Yes, yes. He had Gronkowski and Engram in there. I mean, hey, you do you, boo boo, but. How do you not have at least Watkins or Slayton in the lineup or Green? I mean, yeah, I would have gone AJ Green, but probably, I mean, yeah. that's before I see decisions. But yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I I always feel weird putting two tight ends in. That's as do I. Somebody that's in another crazy. league has Ertz and Kelsey, so they have one of them in their flex. So I was like, that's fair. That's probably what I would do too if I had both of them. But we yeah. get to our upset of the week, though. Me, Kyle Steinman, Andrew Garluki. Against Brendan, who finished second last year with the and Mikhail Steinman with the upset, Josh Allen balling out with 29.3. Got 20 points out of New England's defense against Miami. Julio Jones with 20 points. He balled out. And uh, David Johnson was one that I was very, uh, very shocked about. I did not think he'd be – I didn't think he would look as good as he did, to be honest. Yeah. And with that entry to Duke Johnson – I think he's going to go up, and he's going to get a lot of a lot of dump offs. I believe now. He pretty much gave Johnson back too. Yeah, he made that, that nice cut to get that touchdown. He looked he looked sharp. Yep. And uh, for Christian McCaffrey, uh, okay, Brendan, uh, DeAndre Hopkins with twenty two point ten, Christian McCaffrey at twenty seven, Mark Andrews, which was a great pick, uh, twenty point three points, Dak Prescott had twenty. Uh, just didn't get enough out of uh, Mark Ingram. And Deontay Johnson, although did not do well, um, he had he still had 10 targets, and they were looking for him. Targets. He seemed to have the yips. He still had the – he looked like he had the yips. I mean, he started off that game by fumbling the punt. Yeah. Um, and then I think Ben threw it to him a couple times, hit him in the hands, and dropped it. But he, then he looked like he settled in. But it looks like Ben really wants to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that hurts, getting 20 points out of your tight end and not winning. Yeah, it's brutal. Hurts. Uh, yeah, that, that was a good matchup. Damn. And he still had Connor Very on the other close. side and was able to pull it out. Yeah. Ingram and Connor so, kind of wash each other out. So let's talk about that. Where, where are you? Where are you on Connor? Are you? Um, is it? Is it time for Benny Swell? Or, <laughs> Snow, yeah. Snow, or do you yeah. even want to touch this backfield? I mean, last uh, year it was a similar situation where. Connor was in and out of the lineup potentially with injury. This time it might be just he's not good anymore. Um, so uh, how confident are you going to be if you have both of them starting one or the other? Or are you just, are you just hands off? Um, the only way I would do it is I would start both 
Um, I think that this, yeah, if I had them both on my team, I would do both because I, well, Benny Snell, they, they have, well, apparently I just found out with all Pittsburgh backfield is what they do is they make them gain a lot of weight their first year. And then that second year, they make them shed a bunch of weight. And I think Benny Snell cut like 15, 20 pounds off. So he looks skinny, he looks fast. Yeah. Um, an interesting stat that I heard as well about James Conner was since 2019, he's missed six games, I believe. And um, the games that in the 11 games that he did play since 2019, five of them, five out of the 11, he failed to even be on the field for 50% of the snaps. So this dude gets shaken up a lot, but when he's yeah. healthy, it's good. Um, I mean, it's hard, but that but defense, it wasn't. He was healthy game yeah. one. He looked terrible. Yeah. And he, he went at the passes. Pre- yep. And I think he, he twisted his ankle a little bit as well, and that's why he didn't really play the second half. Yeah. Um, but I just think that the Steelers' defense is going to keep teams to to 17 to 21 points, 24 points in that area all season. Mm-hmm. And the Pittsburgh's offense is good enough and potent enough where they can put it up, and I think that there's just going to be 30 carries in the backfield every single week for them to right. do. It's just who – is going to stay healthy and who's going to make the most out of it is the question. But uh, I like Benny Snell. Snow, yeah. I got to tell you though, when you said you're playing, you would play both. My balls definitely shriveled up a little bit. That that just terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I mean, if I had, I mean, that would just be the one thing because I couldn't start one over the other because yeah, it would be br- like you'd be sitting there like, oh, I should have played him or I could have played him, you know. I- Started Connor and Snell's doing better. He gets a two touchdowns or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when Connor's healthy, he's good, but he just gets hurt a lot. It's rough. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Did you hear the most important stat uh, brought to you, brought to us by the uh, the footballers the other day that Juju Smith Schuster himself picked up Benny Snell in fantasy. I did hear that. I did. Listen now, he to didn't that drop episode. Connor, but he picked up Snell. He so, knows. Something. I mean, I don't know what what you're thinking here, but pretty sure Connor's done. <laughs> yeah. Put him, um, in, put him in the grave. Juju picked up his backup. It's over. Yeah. Um, but I mean, high ankle sprains are just something that are very hard to come. I mean, Alvin Kamara had one last year. Saquon mm-hmm. had one last year, and they did not. And those are high performing players. Um, Michael Thomas just got one. Yeah, Michael Thomas just got it. He's out for several weeks. I mean, that's just something that you don't want to get around with. So every time I see an ankle sprain and they say, oh, yeah, he can play on Sunday, I am worrisome and hesitant to put that player in my lineup. I don't like it. Even, I mean, Miles Sanders this week is going to play. But still, with that hamstring injury, you never know when he's going to be cutting, pulling up, driving down the sideline, burning everybody, and then he just pulls up lane. And there's his hamstring, and that's multiple weeks he's going to have to sit out. So even with hamstrings hamstrings and ankles, I don't like at all. Yeah. Yeah, I actually heard uh, or saw uh, Roto World was tweeting that Thomas might try to play Sunday or Monday. It's even worse. It's a Monday game. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't touch that. Uh, So good luck to you, Rulon. I hope you have a backup. I think you were getting hit pretty hard with injuries, if I remember the, uh, the text thread. You didn't seem too pleased with your uh, prospects. Um, but I think there's a sale at uh, Home Depot on uh, stools. So <laughs> it should be a- 
<laughs> and speaking of uh, speaking of Rulon, we do have to go over Matt and Rulon's game as well. Oh, of course. Uh, where is that? There it is. Matt's gonna trap. Is that the? Yeah, Matt's anyway. gonna tap. So, oh, tap. So this was uh, I, I don't even know who's who. I guess Matt's because both titles, both team names are Matt. I think yeah. Matt Straight is Matt. Yeah, that is Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he rubbed one out ninety nine point fifty five, just a just a shade under a hundred, and uh, Rulon came up a little short with eighty eight. 95. He had a good game out of Watson, who got saved with that uh, that garbage time. Yes. Yes, um, GT, baby. Burrito is trash. He's probably a drop. Um, yeah. He, did did Rulon pick up uh, Miles Gaskin? He might want to do that. If he's if he's hopeful of that Miami backfield, that might be the move. Uh, yeah, Miles Tyler Gaskin. Eifler, yeah, I don't know, man. He, he's just like a – he's another ticking time bomb with injuries. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Chris Herndon, though, will be a good guy to start because Jameson Crowder out this week. I would look yeah. for Chris Herndon to get used a little bit more. Hopefully, Adam Gase figures this stuff out. So, Yeah, he's going to get targeted, but he's literally – well, I guess besides Perriman, he's the only target on the team. So the Niners can just swallow him up um, yeah. if, they, if they want to. I, it, I don't know. It, it, that's going to be a tough game. Yeah. Um, and Gaze is trash. Jet fan here, get rid of him, please. <laughs> um, this is actually very important for my personal life as well as Rulon's. Apparently, where are we with Keenan Allen? I have him in another league, and that was not good. Um, um, we were talking about this on COD the other day about how uh, Lynn came out and said he's they don't plan on targeting Austin Eckler, which is absurd. Um, so, are we in the same boat here with Keenan Allen? Are you just gonna not target your two best players? I mean, it just blows my mind because they spent money on them this offseason to keep them, and then they're not even going to utilize them how they want. I mean, Mike Thomas went off that game, and Tyrod Taylor seemed to look at him look at him a lot. But, I mean, Tyrod I don't Mike know. Wallace, I mean, right? uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Oh, Williams, yeah. Yep. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So many players. Cool. Yeah, Williams. Uh, yeah, um, but, I mean, he seems to like Mike Williams more than Keenan Allen. I think Keenan Allen has the talent. I mean, honestly, what I'm thinking of is that you can honestly hold on to him because if the Chargers are bad this year, I would I could see Keenan Allen getting shipped off before the trading deadline this year. Hmm. Um, if he's not, I mean, but I know that they did sign him, but I don't. If you're not going to use him, you have Mike Williams, but they really don't have any other receivers behind him, no. which is rough. But they have Hunter Henry and Austin Eckler. They said they're. Anthony Lynn said their game script is going to not use him like they did last year, lining him up in the slot. It looks like they're going to transition those touches from receiving to the running back. He had 19 carries last week, Austin Eckler. Um, it's high for him. And it's high. I think he didn't have 19 carries all of last season. But it's like this you've got to get this guy into open space, and I don't know why they won't do it. But Keenan Allen, I think, is a good talent, a great player. Um I just don't know why they're going to use it. And I think maybe that'll change if Justin Herbert can do something. But as long as Tyrod Taylor's in there, I think Mike Williams is going to be the guy for him. So what's your timetable on Herbert? Do you think if they start, let's say, 0-5, do you think he gets put in? Um, I could see it. But then at the same time, it's how bad was he doing this 
offseason to where they were like, hey, we're going to start Tyrod Taylor because Tyrod Taylor yeah. did not look good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, how bad must Justin Herbert been? I mean, if he had at least – he's going to make rookie mistakes, throw picks, you know, the, the usual rookie growing pains. Uh, yeah. But if he had potential – if he was good or if he knew the playbook, they would he would be in there right now because – I don't know. Tyrod Taylor is going to be there, but yeah, I think if they're zero and five, I could see them maybe trading some people away, tight, put in um, Justin Herbert, and see how it goes. But yeah, yeah. wait the and last see. Last time Tyrod did this, he got canned after Game Three, right, with the Browns. Yeah, and who Baker. was that after him? Was that Baker Mayfield? That was Baker. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yep. Yeah, That's, and uh, uh, scary if if uh, Herbert gets put in for any Keenan Allen shareholders like myself yeah i've also neckler in a league and seeing that thing about anthony lynn that comment by anthony lynn i was just like you just signed him to a big deal and you're not even gonna do what you did last year like this guy gets out into open space you don't want to do that with him you're just gonna run the ball and it doesn't make sense to me honestly but he's elite at that he's not elite through the tackles he's elite as a pass catcher it's it's bizarre. Yeah, Moose had a good game for Ben Roethlisberger, 24.35. Kenyon Drake with 13.5. And, and Derek Henry with 14.6. He had Matt Prater as well at 12 points out of a kicker, which is pretty solid. Yeah, um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, Landry, Mike Evans was questionable. Um, I think he caught a touchdown last week. Uh, yeah, one catch, two yards, and a touchdown. Didn't do much, but was had that – the hamstring injury, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, oh, Zach Ertz yeah. also had that touchdown, and that yeah. was really never seen again for the rest of the game. But I think it'll be a different week this week. The Eagles usually, when they have a bad loss, they they'll bounce back and they'll bounce back hard, and they usually win that next game. Yeah, so. but you think uh, you think it's gonna be Ertz, or you think it's gonna be Goddard? I I think it'll be a lot both. Of, uh, tension going on in Philly. Yeah, I think it'll be both. Honestly. Um, I mean, when they were up 17 nothing, the thing that worked well for them was going to Ertz and Goddard. They pretty much went to them the whole drive on those mm-hmm. first two drives, and then they went away from it. They tried to get the ball to their rookies and everything, and that's when everything started to fall apart, at least in my eyes. I'm not a professional, but from yeah. what I saw, when they were going to Goddard, they were going to Ertz, it looked like they couldn't stop them there, and then they tried to go outside and just did not work at all. Well, here's the question. When they were – were they running two tight end sets or were, was it a switch off? Because if that's the case and there really is issues going on with the, um, you know, Ertz feeling like he's getting the, the shaft after all these tight ends are getting these big contracts. They could just, they could just sit him, you know, say, yeah. hey, you're not going to be a team player. We're just going to play Goddard. Uh, it is. No, no, that was, that was the thought. Um, well, I mean, Ertz body language did not look from yeah. what I've seen. It, he just looked just, I wouldn't say depressed, but he just looked sad. He just didn't – he would almost look like he was just going through the motions. He wasn't mm. having fun. He caught that touchdown, and I thought, okay, here it is. But, I mean, for most of the game, he just had his head down, like hands on his hips, just didn't really look into it to me. Um, they were running two tight end sets, but then toward, but then they faded out of that about really five minutes till halftime, mm-hmm. um, in the, or five minutes left in the second quarter. And they had Ertz, and then they had three wide receivers and the running back, but they couldn't run the ball either with Boston Scott or Corey Clement, and that's 
honestly, if you can't run the ball in the NFL, people are going to pinch up on your receivers and make you beat them that way. But the Washington Redskins defensive line just bodied the Eagles offensive line. I mean, eight sacks is incredible. Yeah, the the uh, the football team, they've got a pretty solid uh, D-line. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, we'll see how that plays out if there is actual contention. It'll definitely show up in Ertz's uh, snap count. Um, so while we're on Matt's team, though, let's let's talk about the first trade of the year, uh, executed by yours truly. Well, I I was the uh, I was not the executor. I was the executee. I don't think that's yes. the thing. Um, so Matt offered up me uh, T.J. Hawkinson in in uh, in exchange for Chase Edmonds. Now the uh, the reason for this trade, if you're very confused, is because I lost Blake Jarwin in the first quarter of the season. Uh, and needed a, a tight end. And I think uh, even though I wouldn't have drafted him, um, he's definitely – he's got the skill set. Uh, and, and you know, Matt Matt's probably going to giggle about this. I wasn't crazy about his where he was being drafted because he, he had some drop issues uh, last year. Um, but in a pinch here, I think it's a, it's a good uh, plug-in because the options aren't too stellar on the waiver wire. So I was happy to do that trade. I give, um, I give Matt his handcuff with, uh, uh, and Chase Edmonds. So it it was a win-win situation. I think it'll, it'll, you know, if Hawkinson pans out, then I think I win the trade there unless Kenny Drake gets hurt or something. Yeah. Um, But I think it's definitely a beneficial trade for both sides. So, yeah, he has Zach. Matt, you 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 pulled off the first uh, successful trade of the season. Yeah, and uh, and also too, he has Zach Ertz. So him trading his backup tight end for a second string running back, I don't think it's a bad move either. It makes sense for him right. because even when I was watching that game, I don't have Kenyon Drake in any leagues, but they were using Chase Edmonds a good amount. But I thought that a lot of people were using their backup running backs a lot in week one. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to see if week two or as it goes on, if maybe they'll fade him out and kind of run them more. But it also was the 49ers defense. So I think they're trying to get Chase Edmonds in there for some speed and just a change of pace. Yeah. Also, I think they're just not disillusioned with Kenyon Drake's uh, career so far. He's never had bell cow, like see, career, uh, not career, uh, season long totals, running totals. So, I think they want to ease him into the role. Also, he he was in a walking boot like two weeks ago, so I don't think they wanted sure. to throw at him like 25 rushing attempts game one. Um, so it could just be a a workload management thing. Uh, I'm sure Matt has nothing to fear with with Drake here. Um, not intentional yeah. rhyme. It's just in my blood. Uh, yeah, so I think – did we cover all the matchups? I think so. Yeah, that was all of them, yeah. So, uh, well, what's going on with uh, news? I guess we can talk about um, we can talk about the game last night. Yeah. Um, I I think we both didn't catch the end. I caught the very last uh, drive by the by the Bengals. Um, fourteen plays or something crazy. Uh, and thankfully for the psyche of I'm sure Cincinnati fans everywhere, they did finish it off with a touchdown, even though it was for naught. But uh, good to see such a long protracted drive actually finishing something. Like yeah, the that. Browns, they're the Bengals, sorry. 
they open up the game with like a 15 play 41 yard drive for a field goal and they wasted seven eight minutes off the clock and i was like oh my god i mean they were just two yards three yards five yards two yards three yards five yards just that down the field just dink 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 went forward on fourth down a couple times yeah Uh, then burrow took a sack to to go down but I mean, I liked what Joe Burrow did not. I played the Browns defense. They only got me three points because I thought that – or, yeah, I played the Browns defense. I thought Joe Burrow was going to make some rookie mistakes, but he actually looked really good and calm. He didn't He didn't make any stupid mistakes uh, like he, he did last goofs, week. But I think um, I think that one goof he made, it was close, where he was trying to call timeout and his center snapped it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know if he got it off in time. I didn't see too many angles on it, but – that's it was, that's forgivable. Um, yeah, he did have like a rollout sack though. I heard which yeah, you know, that's you can work on that though. You just gotta get used to throwing the ball away when he's in those situations. But yeah, I mean, he had like fifty six passing attempts in yeah. the second game. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean he he played really well and I had three touchdowns over three hundred yards. I think he was thirty seven to sixty one, I believe. Uh, like over three hundred yards, three passing touchdowns, no picks. I don't think he fumbled either. Um, right. Yeah, there was really just that one sack where he was going out. I think Adrian Claiborne was going to run him down. He tried to spin move him, but he just literally caught him by the shoulder pads and threw threw him down. Um, yes. And, that, I mean, that's just because he's used to in college where it's just big, maybe not as athletic guys where you can do that spin move and get away with it, but not not yep. here. But he'll, he'll learn on that. He was uh, very nitpicky of himself the past couple of weeks. and. Seems that he wasn't happy. He's lost two games in a row. He said he's never lost two games in a row. So, <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Odell Beckham uh, had himself a game last night. Uh, mm-hmm. Got that touchdown. Four catches, seventy-four yards of touchdown. Um, I'm Did they glad give for him that him. first touchdown. Yeah, that first they, one where they, Baker rolled out. Yeah, they gave that him a touchdown. touchdown. That's garbage. <laughs> It, I, from the angle that they showed, his back was to the pylon, so you couldn't see exactly when he had it. But the one angle looked like he finally got possession, like r- at the goal line. But the one he looked, you saw his knee was down, and he was yeah. down short of it. But um, they didn't really show another angle after that to see. I was like, okay, I see his knees down. Let me see where he actually like catches the ball for sure. The oh, first they're saying when his knee was down, he didn't have possession of the ball. Yeah, yet, so he didn't make the catch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. that's the case, then I guess. I, I thought they weren't even allowing that anymore, where you could uh, catch it after you fell. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. They changed the freaking catch rules like every other year. Yeah. Um. So I think that's why, because they couldn't overturn it. And since it was a call in the field, I think that if they called him down at the one, he would have yeah. been down at the one. If they, since he, they called it a touchdown, it still doesn't touchdown. I think it was just one of those uh, ones. Right. Baker Mayfield actually looked pretty good yesterday. He was throwing some tight spirals and look pretty good better than he did week one for sure yeah uh, i mean that might just mean you can play him in plus matchups because the Bengals defense is horrendous yeah um, that is true same thing with uh, on the flip side because they're horrendous you might be able to get uh really solid streaming games out of burrows um, yeah burrows or burrow burrow uh i mean if they're going to do that, they're going to be down. That defense is trash. So he he could be a good plug-and-play um, yeah. over the season. Yeah, I didn't know how well he was going to do. But, I mean, as far as rookie QBs I've seen, 
he looks comfortable and he looks like he knows what he's doing. I mean, they named he's a offensive captain, which I really don't know how many times a rookie quarterback is a captain going into week one. Which I saw that. I thought, that's, <laughs> I thought that spoke volumes of where they think he's at and where everybody on the team thinks he's at. I mean, he almost mm-hmm. won the game last week too. If Randy Bullock didn't go and shank the kick, pulling his also, there's a there's a big left, uh, left leg. Yeah, I'm called on AJ Green, right? Yeah, there was a he AJ Green. I mean, every there's always jostling and hand, you know. I mean, I didn't think it was anything egregious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like the Chase Claypool one on Monday night where he clearly shoved him yeah. and caught it, and they didn't call anything. I mean, the NFL is just like, oh yeah, I can see them calling that, and I can see them not. It's just like every, everything goes every way. Like they could call holding, as everybody says, they can call holding on every play if they every wanted play. to. Yeah. So, like but I thought, you know, I thought it was nonsense. Ramsey yeah. taking the dive. Yeah, and I saw that and I watched it and I was like, they say, oh, when his elbow is extended all the way. And I was like, I don't know. I think that if the dude slide, if either the dude gets really pushed back or something, I don't know. I think it should be obvious, not like, oh, his arm's extended. Let's call it a pass interference. Also, Ramsey kind of had him hooked a little bit on his arm. So that might have been just a, you know – uh, and get off to free his arm off, you know, which I think yeah. is in his right to catch the ball, but yeah, whatever. Um, any other relevance from that game? Joe Mixon, he had good receiving yards. Not yeah. that O line just needs to get better. If he can, if he can get a whole season of uh, his end of season form last year, he's gonna be great. But um, I don't. If they don't get it together, he's not gonna be. RB one, I think it'll be a, but a solid RB two option. Yeah, so, I agree. Which is and, what um, happened, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both did well. Both scored two touchdowns. Both had over 100 total yards. So crazy I mean, good backfield. Yeah, crazy, crazy good. good. Backfield in Cleveland. Uh, again, uh, Andrew Garluki, aka Mikael Steinman in our league. <laughs> um, I mean, kept him in the 15th round, and he got him 23.1 points this week to start yeah. it off. So, I mean, that's good, and he's going to need it against Connor because Connor team's uh, pretty strong. So, at least by projections. Right. So, Which, as we know, projections are, uh, are bullshit. Yeah. They're, bullshit. They're a bunch of nonsense, dude. I mean, the one time Yahoo was like, oh, Tom Brady suspended for the first four games. The best pairing is Blake Bortles or Derek Carr, and I drafted Derek Carr, and then they were like, why the hell did you draft Derek Carr? I was like, dude, you told idiot. me to do it. <laughs> I was like, you're an idiot, dude. He's like, why'd you listen to me? Like, <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, Man, I got uh, some good matchups this week. Yeah, and... what are you what are you excited for? Any any besides the Eagles games? Any, uh, any matchup you're pumped about? Um, I'm interested in two. Well, I actually, make that three now. That I'm looking at it. I'm interested in Green Bay and Detroit. Detroit blew that game last week. DeAndre Swift dropped that touchdown. Yeah, um, that gift. That gift that he had, and I was watching this one where these Lions fans were going nuts, and they scored like, "Oh my God, we won!" And then the one guy goes, "No, he dropped it," and they just all sat down in disbelief. And then the next thing you know, oh. what happened? Didn't get it. I was like, "Man, <laughs> that is so brutal." Sad. Yeah, and I want to see Green Bay's defense didn't look too good. I mean, Kirk Cousins was carving them up. Adam Thielen went berserk. Yeah. Um The other matchup Don't I'm looking at. on that though. Another one that I'm looking forward to is Atlanta and Dallas. Um, oh, yeah. Atlanta couldn't biggest, stop uh, anything. Over-under. Yeah, biggest over-under. Um, I had Calvin Ridley, so that's one game I'm looking at. And then 
just one for for fun and for football is uh the Las Vegas Raiders and the New Orleans Saints. The Raiders came back and won that game last week, 34-30. Um, I just want to see where they stack up to the Saints. I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. curious. You know, it's just a game for me. It's Monday night. It's Especially with sit back, relax. Thomas, potentially. Yeah, Michael Thomas. But without them, let's see how let's see how the Saints are. But uh, I want to mm-hmm. see how Josh Jacobs does against a good defense, an above-average defense. defense. Yeah, a very, very good rush defense. I want to see how they – how they uh, utilize him and see what he can do against them. But those are those are my three games. Any games that you're looking for? Well, I'm curious with this Tampa Bay-Carolina game. Um, we all had a good time making fun of Brady. Even though he still put up a 20-plus fantasy day, He, you know, as an actual NFL player, he didn't look stellar. Uh, that was against the Saints. So let's see if, if with a juicy matchup against Carolina, if he can um, – if he's still got it, I mean, I don't think he really went downfield, which we've been used to in the past yeah. few years with Brady, with the dink and dunk offense out of New England. But um, that should be interesting. That, and, and I guess we'll see uh, in the same matchup, we'll see if Tampa Bay's defense is legit and what's mm-hmm. going on with this trio of wide receivers in um, in Carolina. Um, Robbie Anderson had that big, big touchdown. And yeah. DJ Moore was pretty disappointing. Uh, I I need personally more out of him. Pun to uh, have him in a league. And, uh, <laughs> so I I'm interested in that game. Um, obviously anytime the Chiefs are playing because I got the stack. Uh, need mm-hmm. that to be be a good game. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. I it'll also be interesting if the the Jaguars can continue to upset. Um, yeah. Yeah, they. I don't think anyone had them winning that game against the Colts. Uh, no, I mean they they literally sold every good player on their defense. Um, so we'll see if uh, Secret Garden can keep it rolling. Um, that'll be interesting. And I need DJ Chark to continue to have large games. Um, he didn't do much by way of receptions, but he had that good touchdown. So yeah, I agree. Should be uh should be a fun week of football. As always, and um, I don't know. I think uh, you got anything else, or do you want to jump into the the mailbag? Yeah, let's get in here into the mailbag. I think we're all good to go. All right. So just a uh, just a little message before we start. Uh, Wolf mailbag man, Wolf mailman, um, yes. unable to join us today uh, because we didn't ask him. Um, so sorry, sorry, Scott. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, figured you might not be. Uh, amenable during the day we are early recording today but anyway let's yes. uh let's jump in okay we got the uh mailbag here we got one question we also have a voicemail on our voice line so we'll get into this question first it says hey sexy boys question that has been on my mind who is your favorite kicker and why is it cream hunt thanks boys alexis big well alexis big um yeah good kick- question alexis big <laughs> Uh, well, my favorite kicker for this year is Harrison Bucker, but I see where he's going with Kareem Hunt because of the video and him kicking. <laughs> but uh, as far as kickers go, Harrison Bucker, I think, is the way he's to go. Solid. He's yeah. really solid. Uh, I mean, Gotskowski is falling off. He was one of my favorite, oh even my though he's on the Patriots. God. But, I mean, him just – I mean, somehow Bill Belichick knows. He, he, it's that one rule where they were saying either – 
you you trade them a week, you trade them a year too early, so that last year they're there, they play really well, and then everybody's like, oh my god, I can't believe they traded them, and then the next year they just nosedive off the cliff, and yeah. and that's what they do is they get them, they say, well, we don't want to hold on to them an extra year, we would rather get rid of them now and get something for them, and it seems to work out because when they cut Gotzkowski, I was like, I mean, he's been with their them for 15 years. They were saying on on uh, Monday night for that second game. Um, Man, is that long? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god! Like I didn't even realize it that yeah. he was there for a while or 10, 13 years, something like that. Um, That's part and parcel why I was trying to target Cam. I uh, I got I got sniped in another league uh, like a couple picks before I was going to finally take him. Like you said, when if Belichick doesn't give a shit if you've got a name that people care about, if you don't have it in the off season, they'll pick you up and then they'll cut your ass. So he doesn't yep. he, he doesn't mess around with that. So the fact that Cam stayed on the roster before the season started, I was like, oh, he's he's good, he's healthy again, and he's going to be, you know, maybe not what we're used to out of Carolina, because um, it seems like he he had his his uh, passing attempts way down. Yeah. Um, they were playing the Dolphins, but he rushed like 15 times. So he's yeah. probably going to have a very good year for fantasy. Uh, so, yeah. Danny I agree, Bates. yeah. That was I one player I was looking at, but. Yeah, Cam. Superman Cam. Yeah. Also, that, that drip on that, that yellow suit. Ooh. Yeah. Looking like the Why day, man. Shit? Looking like the <laughs> day, man. I don't know how I don't go Young Ho Koo here. Um one I drafted him, name. and I drafted him because his name is amazing. Yeah. Um, and what team is he on? Is he on the Falcons? I don't even know uh, what team he is. Oh uh, yeah, Falcons, I believe. Yeah, Falcons. he was on the Chargers. I was gonna say Chargers first, but he's not on there anymore. He's on the Falcons now. Yeah, Falcons should. They should be able to score. Um, and when they don't score, when when Julio not touchdown Jones doesn't get his touchdown, then field goals. So they move mm-hmm. the ball, and uh, that means that means kicking is gonna happen. So. Definitely a fan of Young Ho Koo. Young yes. Ho Koo. All right, let's get to our uh, our voicemail. Very first voicemail. Very excited about this. Let's see. Haven't been able to hear this yet, so this is a total surprise. What's gonna What's gonna happen? <laughs> Don't know. I'm excited. Uh, hi, Mr. and uh, and Mr. Daddy. Um, I listened to the podcast the other day, and I just thought it was tremendous. And you guys are the most biased hosts that I've ever listened to in my entire life. And quite frankly, I am exhausted of hearing you guys, um, you know, just talk about how great your teams are, how everybody else's teams are trash. And um, quite frankly, I'm done with the the podcast. I don't think I'm ever going to listen again. You just lost one listener. Sorry. Canceled. Bye. Do we (laughs) (laughs) So obviously that was a little bit of a... Uh, reaction to our our draft recap. Um, I don't get where the animosity is coming from. I mean, we that was just a pure analysis of the draft, Daddy. Don't you agree? I mean, we just told it how we saw it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was a little too hard on some teams, but I mean, when I was looking at your team, I was like, well, that's the team that I would like. Like, if I looked at everybody's team, that was the one that I wanted. Um, I mean, we have to see how the game plays out. I mean, it's not all on paper. But right. you never win your league at the yeah. draft. They always say exactly. And I mean, the other thing is too; it's still early. I mean, picks now might not have made sense mm-hmm. then, but at the end of the year, I mean, if freaking let's I for 
uh, reach a rod name, we'll say. If Sammy Watkins goes and balls out this year and yeah, he just finishes the in the top 15, that's a bit like <laughs> then he beat us. Like he right. he did it, but at first looking at it, that it doesn't make sense, you know. I mean, right. there's things that stuff happens, but hey, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. There's just how I feel about teams and you know, and things totally. like that. Yeah. And you know, if you want coddling. Uh, Matt, you can you can go to another podcast, but we'll always be here when you want hard hitting analysis. But uh, we just don't like the handhold here, you know. So yeah, hope you agree. hope you can uh, come back into the fold. We'll we'll welcome you back with open loving arms, and uh, I'll see you on Warzone tonight. And I love you, <laughs> and we love you. Uh, uh, well, I think that's uh, I think that's all we got for today. Unless you got something else. Nope, I'm good to go. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the First to Last Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at FTLP0D for updates. As always, I'm Cookie. And I'm Daddy. And we'll see you next time. Bad mother.